Trigger warning. Trigger warning. If you do find this not helpful at the moment, don't feel like you have There's to There's any keep... pressure to listen yeah. whatsoever. Know that Georgia and I care about you and that we love you and that we want what's best for you. Yeah. And this podcast is not aiding you in your recovery and your mental state and how your day is going. Please do not feel any pressure or need to listen to it. Yeah, just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. Also, Georgia and I are not professionals at all no. when it comes to Like, we're, we don't have degrees in this. No, we're not. We not. No, <laughs> no, we are just two girls who are recovering from eating disorders themselves, wanting to share our stories right. and shed some light on some topics that may be harder to talk about. There will right. also be many resources in our description box. So if there's any point during this episode, any point at all, that you feel like that you need that little bit of extra support, no, there's no judgment. There's nothing wrong with you needing that and that feel free to use them and that we support you and that we are so proud of you. Yes. Yeah. Picture me this. I'm here. We eat the fucking food. We eat the fucking food. (laughs) Hello? This is... This is just so weird to be, like, sitting in my dorm room right now talking again into a microphone. I don't know why I feel so uncomfortable right now, but I do. It's, like, not in, like, a bad way. It's more just feels silly. I don't know why. Anywho, hi. Welcome to We Eat the Fucking Food. My name is Lauren. Long time no chat. I said long time no chat like two or three podcasts ago. This time is a really, really long time no chat. Um, I think the last episode I uploaded was my birthday episode. So that would have been in October. It is now March. It is March 5th. A lot has happened since then. Lots and lots has happened since then, and that's kind of what I'm going to talk about in this episode. But since then, I've had like a bunch of people kind of reach out to me recently, specifically, to tell me that they listened to the podcast and that it had some sort of impact on them. And I'm like, yeah, it's time to start that back up. Like, even if it's just like helping one person, like even if like one person would have reached out and told me that this was helping them or they found some sort of comfort listening to it then it'd be worth it to start it so if you reached out to me and you're listening to it right now hey i'm proud of you and thank you for choosing to listen again and if this is your first time listening hey if you've been here since the first episode which was almost a year ago which is crazy hey um god that was so awkward why am i so awkward and i keep hitting my hat to the microphone so i hope it you can just hear a bunch of noises right now. Okay, um, we're going to catch up. High and low of the week. My high of this week would probably have to be... Oh, I went to a, a soiree last night with my roommate, Caitlin, and we went to Goodwill, and we bought, like, these super 90s, early 2000s dresses. We looked like we were straight up out of perks being a wallflower, and it was so much fun. But yeah, so the high of my week was definitely going to the soiree. The low of my week would probably be I had a lot, a lot of anxiety on Thursday. Like it was really, really bad. I got to work and I had a panic attack in the back. And it's really hard to come off of like such high weeks, like not this week, but the past week is National Eating Disorder Awareness Week. And I had probably one of the best weeks, like literally in my life. Like it was the perfect week. Celebrated my recovery. Got to see friends. I saw my sister. I saw my significant other. We'll talk about that later. But 
it was just such a good week. And then this week was just like, bleh. It was such a gray, mediocre week. Borderline not a good week. So basically, the low was the whole entire week. The low of the week was the week. Nice. Um, but something that went well recovery-wise was, and this has been what's going well recovery-wise for me for the past couple of months, is that even though my weeks are bad, I'm having like bad anxiety, or if I am having a bad body image day, I'm still eating, which is insane because I'm not going back to any maladaptive coping behaviors that I have in the past and these like habits that were so ingrained subconsciously that I didn't realize until actively going against them every single day. It can be tiring, but I've been doing it. So that's something that's been going on in recovery. Cool. So it's been like, okay, let's see. October, November, January, February, March. I skipped December. It's been like seven months. It's been, no, it has not been seven months. Why can't I do math? It's been five? I don't know. It's been a long time (laughs) since I uploaded an episode. And honestly... That's because I relapsed. I love how casually I just said that. But yeah, so I relapsed. Um, uh, That kind of started, mm, I want to say like two weeks after my birthday is when things, they didn't just automatically like everything go from really great to really bad, but it did kind of feel like everything went from really great to really bad. Like I was like, I had passed my physical to join the swim team. I was doing really well, like mentally and emotionally. I felt like I was I felt like I'm think I'm finding food freedom. This is fantastic. And then I went back to my primary doctor, and she said, "No, the person that gave you physical should not have passed you. You're not passed to join the swim team. Actually, we think you need a higher level of care." So that's happened. So yeah, I didn't do the swim team, but I mean, since then and since coming out of treatment, life has been good. I am. Uh, like halfway through my last semester of my senior year of college and it's going swell it's kind of weird to think that this is my last like time of having an identity as a student don't know how that's going to be to lose that identity it's probably going to be a lot but we'll cross that bridge when we get there (laughs) i got cast in a show for my last semester which is super cool i'm going to be playing morticia adams in the adams family and what I'm really excited about is that it's happening in the same place that my first show here was where I got to play Charity and Sweet Charity. And I'm just really excited to have like a full solo moment with that. And especially with theater because this is my first time performing since summer of 2019, which is crazy. Because it hasn't felt like it's been that long, but it's been a really long time. Um, like I said, if I were to come back to this, I am in a new relationship that is awesome. He's wonderful. I adore him. He's so supportive. Such a great guy. Um, I could really go on and on about it, but maybe you know, you'll hear more. You'll learn more about him. And if you don't follow me on Instagram already, I posted him enough on my Instagram and he's probably listening. So, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, but so going back into treatment, I'm pretty sure that that is why a handful of people are listening to this episode. Because it's literally titled, So I Relapsed. Um, and I'm pretty sure people want to hear about my relapse. And I'm wanting to share about it. Especially this time. Because it's weird. Because I know I made an episode before talking about how I like had a lapse. Like I wouldn't really call it a relapse. But in the beginning of the summer, I relapsed. Kind of. It, I mean, I was 
kind of relapsing since I got out of residential, if I'm being honest. But it was such a subconscious thing and such like, I don't know, I convinced myself that I wasn't. I convinced myself that the body that I was existing in wasn't the body that I was supposed to be existing in. And that wasn't me. That was my eating disorder that convinced me of that. But I, it just didn't feel the same because I was eating my bitch foods. I was actively being more social. I was, or at least I thought I had more energy in that. I was challenging all these disordered thoughts. And at one hand, I, I was. I was far more present. I was far more happier. I wasn't as isolated as I was before. Oh my god, wait, I just had a realization. Was I as isolated as I was before? Because I know I made the whole episode on being like super independent and like only wanting to be with myself and feel productive when I was by myself. Was that me subconsciously isolating myself so that my disorder could exist? I'm going to bring that up in therapy next week. But yeah, I probably was. It probably was. Um, but yeah, it was such a subconscious thing. And that I honestly was in such a disbelief when my team let me know. They're like, Lauren, you need res. You meet the physical requirements right now for res. And while mentally I may not have been in that place, I still was physically. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how can I mentally feel like I'm doing so well, but physically have that not be like showing the same thing? Like, I wasn't even thinking really about my body or at least it wasn't like such a like a conscious like thought and something I was putting so much energy towards but I mean obviously it was still there I was still sitting in partial hospitalization telling me that I had a month before I was going to step up to res pretty much it's just crazy how the disorder literally morphs into these other thoughts but What I can say is that going to treatment gave me a wonderful refresher on all the DBT and CBT that I was missing for the eight months I was out of treatment. Um, And actually, I'm genuinely very happy that I was able to go back because right now sitting here, staring at myself in this mirror that I'm sitting across from on my desk, I am doing really good, which is super cool. And... It's weird because, like, I can generally say that I thought I was doing really good before, but now looking back, I'm like, I wasn't doing good. I was lying to myself because I was so engulfed still with my internalized pathophobia and, like, diet culture thoughts that I had taken an abundance of micro-disordered behaviors and was, like, using them, but they were all so little. Like, it was so many just, like, really little things that I was doing and so subconsciously that I didn't realize that I was actually just fully relapsing until I ended up back in treatment. And I was like, oh, no, shit, see, I, I do know I realized. It's like I relapsed, but I, I, didn't, I didn't connect to the relapse until I was out of PHP, which is crazy. Um, or I didn't, not, didn't connect to it, but couldn't believe it. It was maybe almost like a disbelief. But what I realized was that while my time in Rev a year and a half ago, and in PHP, the first, not the first time, but like the second time after res, I did so much work on challenging ways, or like finding ways to challenge and cope with my specific like anorexic thoughts and the urges to restrict and being able to like reframe weight gain. But I figured out how to do all of that 
while still adhering to diet culture. For example, I was able to like, tell myself that it was okay for me to gain weight because just by my build and my body and my genetics, I will always exist in a like thin privileged body. And that was okay. And at first I was like, yeah, that's the correct way to reframe that thought. But then I realized I'm not in that thought telling myself it's okay just to exist as I am. I'm still telling myself it's okay to exist within diet culture standards. But once you realize how much more detrimental that like those micro behaviors may be even than like the bigger ones or like that diet culture beliefs that and values that we all are like enmeshed in sometimes because it's just a world we exist in I can't stand it but um that giving that up and finding this freedom and relaxedness in self that sounded so so like hippie like oh look at me I'm sorry I'm so sorry but like figuring out how to be okay with myself and figuring out how to actually exist in my body and not care I don't like I think I don't know if I've said this before on this podcast but a really big thing for me in my recovery is that I don't want body positivity like I don't want to love my body I don't want to be obsessed with food and love to eat and love food I want to literally not care I want full neutrality I think I said that word right. I just want there to be no emotional attachment to any of it. I mean, I I don't want to like be like completely distant from it and like have it be like almost like I've numbed it or disassociated from like those feelings around it. But I just want to be able to exist and not have like constant little thoughts around my head of like, do I look good enough? What have I eaten today? What am I eating tomorrow? How is this fitting into my story? I was still calculating so much. Like I was fitting everything in to a schedule and I had to get certain things done during the day and I had to be productive. It almost is like I thought that I had taken my disordered thoughts and turned it into productivity, which is what I talked about, but that wasn't it. That was just a way that I was still able to control my time and my energy and my intake and it was just control. I just still need control, but right now I feel like I'm finally really letting go of that control and I'm trying so hard to exist in the presence. And I've talked to my therapist about this like so many times before, but I'm just like sitting with this abundance discomfort in my body and just like not doing anything about it. Like I'm not doing anything about it actively to try to stop the discomfort in a good way or in a bad way. Like I'm just sitting with it and I don't think I've ever actually allowed myself to sit and exist in the discomfort of weight restoration and of recovery because I was always so focused on not even relapsing but just gaining that sense of control for the way that I look back which basically is relapsing but I convinced myself that it wasn't but I'm sitting in that and it's getting super tiring and it is super tiring and it sucks and I can have like like two weeks weeks months maybe but I did just like recently have two like straight weeks where I was so uncomfortable like every single day I was sad I was anxious but I still was doing the recovery like focus thing and I was still feeling myself my thoughts were still not like destroying myself it was like I was giving myself permission I've just been practicing a lot of like self-compassion towards the uncomfortability of recovery that I was trying to control and take away and fix or mask with either a positive outlook on my recovery or by 
taking multiple steps back closer to the disorder. But instead, I'm trying to exist in that gray for the first time. I really, truly believe like I am. And even my parents, I just got the phone with my dad. And to hear them say that if this time feels different and to have like my sister tell me that like as well and to feel different myself, it's super, super, super rewarding. And I'm excited and happy and I wanted to start this podcast. So I started back up so I can continue to talk about it because I also have realized how much I thoroughly love talking with people about this topic and being able to either educate or support or I don't know just breaking that stigma around eating disorders I was also talking with a friend who is definitely gonna be in the podcast and I hope that she's listening right now but um I was talking with a friend we got donuts the other day and we were talking about how the stigma it seems around say like depression and anxiety is starting to become more and more socially accepted I guess to talk about and to like have and to struggle with and I'm not saying that's bad like that's great we need to end the stigma around mental health in general but it still feels like there's some cliche-ness with eating disorders like I don't know feeling taboo or feeling just people I feel like just are uneducated about them still, uneducated about like what they really are when we have so many people suffering from disordered eating. It's crazy. I just think we need to talk about it more. So I'm going to talk about it more. I'm going to take up space and I'm going to talk about it more. It has been five years since I was diagnosed with eating disorder. I've been struggling with like this diagnosis for, I mark my years by my Christmases that I can remember. I've been, it's been five Christmases. And I am ready to close this chapter of my life because those five years feel like one. And I don't want it to be another five years and be 28 and still in this cycle. So this is a fresh start. And I'm excited to see where the rest of this recovery journey takes me. And I don't know when I'm going to be posting episodes or how many episodes I'm going to post a week. I don't know if it's going to be like random just whenever I'm feeling it, but I do know that I still want this outlet because I love everyone that listens to this and supports me. And I'm really grateful for everything that this little like community has given me. And I want to make our community bigger. And I think that we can. So yeah, tonight to take care of myself. I am going to take a nice long shower after this and I really want like a Mediterranean burrito for dinner. So I think I'm going to go find myself that too. But I hope that you are having an amazing week. Know that I am proud of you and I believe in you and I'm here for you and we ate the fucking food. We ate the fucking food. Bye. Thank you.